This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the War Vessel Radio podcast. Excited to be getting back with you this week. I hope you had a great Christmas um, season and looking forward to the new year and leaving 2021 in the past and looking at 2022 as our new future and um, exciting stuff. So so today I want to talk about um, a couple things that are Recapping some of the last three episodes, I just delivered a my first sermon this last Sunday, and I kind of want to do a recap of that. Um, and then also, I want to introduce our something a buddy and I have been working on that's looking at a new series uh, for War of Us Radio. So we'll talk about that later on in this episode. So let's dig in. I want to start with the recap of. The message I gave on the day after Christmas on Sunday. Um, so I did this uh, message on Isaiah 61 and Ephesians 1 3, or excuse me, chapters 1 to 3, um, and looking at Ephesians verses 3 to 23 in Ephesians chapter 1, and then in Ephesians 3 8 to 21. Um, those are some pretty cool verses I'd encourage you guys to look up. Um, But I was looking at this idea of being fully given. That was the name of my message, fully given. And what I was looking at is Christ came fully given, not only to, for us, but for his, to his father. Um, He lived this life on earth from the time he came as a child till he died on the cross fully dependent upon the spirit of his father and he obeyed the words of his father and the commands and we today who are believers in Christ are have been called to the same thing in Jesus we are to live fully dependent upon Jesus and fully dependent upon the words of Jesus and the the commands and the promises and the truths that we've been given in the bible and that is kind of that was my focus for this message, um, and you know, I, having never preached before, I actually opened up by looking at what it truly meant to preach. This is something that this was for my own sake, defining it for myself. What does it look like to preach? And uh, I, I came up with just looking at some some definitions in the dictionary, and also looking at it from a biblical perspective. What I came up with is. The word preach technically means to proclaim, and biblically it means to proclaim with authority. And one of the and one of the questions I asked myself is to proclaim what with authority? And uh, the definition I wrote as I was reflecting upon what it means to what I should be proclaiming with authority as someone who's about to, to preach, I wrote the sole purpose of preaching is to proclaim God's word with authority and share the truth, love, power, and glory of Jesus Christ to both the believer and the unbeliever. That was the most succinct 
way I could put what it means to preach because uh, preaching is really, it's just declaring the word of God in truth, but doing it in authority, it's not a wishy-washy thing. Uh, it's you're focused in on the word of God and you're delivering a message from it that proclaims God, that proclaims Jesus um, anytime we that a message should be given, I believe the focus should be firmly pointed to Jesus because he is the center of Christianity. He's from the beginning of eternity. Um, well, I guess I, there is no beginning to eternity. From eternity, from eternity past, eternity present, and eternity future, Jesus is the focus of everything and the focus of the Bible. And so that was what I was looking at when it comes to preaching, is that at the end goal should be to share the truth, love, power, and glory of Jesus Christ to both the believer and the unbeliever when preaching. And that was extremely encouraging to me. But as I was digging into more of the preaching, what I, I ended up getting into Isaiah 61 through a quiet time I was had to do in a, a discipleship program I'm in. And Isaiah 61, it talks about it's a prophecy about about Jesus and on coming to earth um, and it talks about him being anointed to preach to the poor uh, to heal the brokenhearted to set the ca- to, to bring liberty to the captives um, and sp- um, free those who are in prison or in bondage I believe it says and I was looking at this uh, this literally came a couple hours after I've been looking at this definition of preaching and I was so excited at uh, when it said he was a, he's anointed to pro, to uh, how does it go? I should just open it up in my Bible here. Give me a second. It says um, right here, Isaiah sixty one verse one. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. And I was looking at that right after looking at definitions of what it means to preach and looking at myself beginning to prepare a message for preaching. And I was stirred by that, not because I was looking at this as I have been anointed to preach, but that he, Jesus, who is within me, has been anointed to preach and to do all these things that the next few verses encapsulate, which is to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. And at the end, the latter part of verse 3, it says that they, and I believe this is referring to Christians in this, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And this is what, the this was kind of the substance of my message, is I was looking at this, Christ has fully given himself to us, so we have the fullness of Jesus. All the prophecies of Jesus and what he's fulfilled he is fulfilled, and now he's in us, and he's still anointed to preach, to heal the brokenhearted, and all these things that this talks about. And we can now, as Christians who've accepted Jesus and are living in the Spirit, can now walk in the Spirit of Christ and do these things through Jesus in us. Like That is his desire for us to be in relationship with him and for him to work through us in all of the things that he's been given from the Father. And this has been a passion over the last few months of my heart are, is that reality of what we've been given in Christ and our position in Christ. Those two spiritual uh, truths and realities that we've been given through the, 
through Jesus's life, death, resurrection, ascension to heaven. And I'll just write, kind of recap what those two are in a more formal way. These are what I wrote down. Number one, my spirit abides in Christ to a seat in authority at the right hand of the Father. So that truth right there just says, I am enclosed in Christ who has been given everything and all things have been put under his feet, as it says in Ephesians. And he sits at the right hand of the Father, which is the position of authority. He's been given the authority of the Father and all things have been put on his feet. And our spirits are found in Christ. And so all things have been put under our feet in Christ. And that that's an amazing thing that here we, our spirits are sealed in Christ Jesus in the heavenly places and his spirit indwells us here on earth. And we've been given that amazing gift that he delivered to us through living a fully given life on earth. And the second point I I have here, the second re- truth, spiritual reality, or the truth that we've been given in the Bible is, I have been given the exceedingly abundant gift of the fullness of Jesus through the coming of his Holy Spirit. That, this has been, that is the purpose of Jesus. When he came to earth as a, as a baby, lived his life, and died on the cross, it wasn't just so that we would have salvation and the gift of and the, the gift and the hope and the promise of eternal life, but that he could draw us back to the relationship with God, the abiding relationship with God, and that we'd no longer be separated from the Spirit of God since the garden. That I mean the Lord walked with Adam in the garden, and after the fall of man, this our spirits were separated because we had fallen into sin and the holiness of God could not dwell with us. And Jesus changed all that in his death on the cross. And he made it, gave us the Holy Spirit that we would have an accessible, constant relationship with him that can be just a beautiful, a beautiful thing. And it, it's really the purpose of Jesus coming that he gave us the gift of a relationship with him and the power of his Holy Spirit. And as a young as a young single guy who is who is pursuing uh, desperately to become a man of God in every way that the Bible talks about, that is my my hope that for not only myself but also for every young guy, uh, young gal, um, and person who is a believer in Jesus that we would we would dive in and pursue what God has called us to in the full depth of what it of what it looks like in every word and detail of the Bible when it says we can live in this way or we have this power in Christ, we have the freedom we've been broken out of bondage, that we'd fully grasp that both from our position in Christ and from our place where we have been given the Holy Spirit that now indwells in us. If if we could just dive in and pursue that wholeheartedly and live in full, complete surrender and obedience to Jesus, the church would become so beautiful, so powerful, and we would we'd look less like a broken-hearted church and one that the world is is mocking right now because of how weak and inconsistent we are in our faith. That it's it's pitiful, but instead, if we could grasp this, that we have lost as a church, that we are in Christ, that we have been given the fullness 
of his Holy Spirit. And we can live, not only live in the Spirit, but it talks about, and I believe it's Galatians 5, 25, it says, uh, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now, so we can have the Spirit and we can be living in the Spirit, but not walking in the Spirit and not implementing the fullness of the Spirit in our lives. And that's what I want the church to be doing is not only having the Spirit, but walking in the Spirit and being moved because Jesus moves people and we should be moved by his Spirit living in us. And that's what I want to grasp for myself. It's what I want you all to to enjoy that depth of relationship with Jesus. And it's going to be a growing process of diving into the word of prayer and actually trying to implement what and reckon these truths that and promises that the Bible has given us in our lives and not merely aspiring to them and reading them and saying, oh, I have been given that, but not choosing to live that we've been given that. Um, that is... Where was I going with that? Anyway, yeah, not choosing to live with that spirit like, uh, or walk in that, I mean, walk in that spirit, not choosing to walk in that spirit. Um, so I want to see us walking with Jesus in the fullness of his spirit. And that's kind of just a basic recap of the message I gave. I went into a lot more detail, especially just through Ephesians. If you read Ephesians chapter 1 and and two as well. I didn't in the message, but because it's just too much. But Ephesians chapter one, and then, and then jump over to uh, the latter part of Ephesians, or not the latter part, but Ephesians three eight to twenty one. It talks about what we've been given in Christ, where our position is in Christ, what Paul wants us to see that we've and the riches and the, the just the bounty that Jesus has offered us, and how we can walk this out. I highly recommend sitting down and reading those and pay special attention, if you do, to all the promises, all the truths. And every place it says that we are in Christ or in him or in the beloved, there's just so many. It's just packed full of of Jesus and the promises that we can have in him. And I love uh, that stuff right there. So that's good stuff. Um, I want to talk a little bit about... Um, well, let's see. What do I want to do here? I want to talk a little bit about uh, what we're going to be introducing in the next couple weeks. So, a buddy and I have been very excited to begin the process of starting a series. And we haven't begun recording yet, but he and I, this is a really good buddy of mine who I highly respect as uh, a man of God and someone who's pursuing Christ with passion and just the, Jesus is so evident in his life. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to digging into a conversation with him. And we're going to be talking about uh, seeking God, but we are both single and our passion right now is diving into what it looks like to be married to Christ and living that reality of being married to Christ, but pursuing Christ in singleness and utilizing the gift of singleness and leveraging it to pursue God fully and wholeheartedly. And that is a deep passion for both of us. And so 
I, th- I think that'll be some really cool conversations. I'm planning on interviewing him for the first couple episodes and asking a few questions and getting some dialogue going, examining his heart, and then we'll probably flip-flop it where he actually interviews me and I give my side of wanting of living in singleness and desiring God and the fullness of God in singleness and just use fully leveraging the season for the goodness of Jesus because I, I think uh, this is something that's highly overlooked in our culture today is there's almost this panic to get in a relationship or to find the right person for you to be to be with. And not that those are, are bad things, but the obsession isn't where it should be. Everybody is born into singleness, and it is a great season to learn and grow in God and build a, a strong foundation upon Jesus. And a lo- what you see a lot nowadays is a lot of single guys and gals who haven't f- fully developed their foundation in Christ and are rooted and grounded in Jesus. And so their, their foundation of singleness or that which they carry into marriage, their foundation that they carry into marriage or a relationship is weakened and it's not strong in Christ. And you see this a ton. And then they get in this relationship, and they get married, and now their 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 relationship with with Jesus is not robust and not in an intimate way. And now they have a relationship with their husband or wife that they're they're working on as well. And you see this crumbling of the foundation underneath them, where their spiritual life wasn't where it was supposed to be while they were single, and then moving into marriage, they now have to lead or be led, and uh, it's just a weakened version of what Jesus wants for us. And so my buddy and I um, are going to be examining that and looking at that from our own lives and our own passions for desiring to live for Christ in the here and now and taking every day that we've been given as in our singleness and live that fully for Jesus and, and surrender. And I think this is a beautiful stage of life, and I'm excited to to be diving into that. So, yes, be expectant for that. Um, we are both super excited to have that conversation, and I think uh, I'm also really excited to get into a conversational format where it's not you guys just hearing me talk. Uh, so, yeah, super excited to get in that conversation, have some back and forth going and some questions, and get another voice and another person that's used by the Holy Spirit in here and get uh, some community going and developing some more connections for you guys and another person to listen to. Um, and then hopefully from that point onward, I'd like to be um, getting some more people in here as well. And hopefully if I can scrape some more money together, get a couple couple more microphones and boom, and boom stands and be able to actually have at least four or or some people three one to three to four people in here having a conversation um, about Jesus and getting various angles and sides um, and personalities and life experience and that that will be a tremendous uh, benefit to to myself and the gate engaging with others and exploring Jesus together in community which, if you guys don't have that, man, I highly, 
highly recommend you find people who are pursuing Jesus. And even if they're not in your age group, look for mentors and people who are pursuing Jesus and get into dialogue and conversation because it does strengthen your faith tremendously to just a, just in a conversational format talk about Jesus. Those that has been those conversations have been some of the the best when it comes to just growing me and challenging me. So yeah, be expectant for that, guys. Um, let's see. I think let me give some weird quirks about me. What's something I should do? Um, I have a lab with me. He's my puppy. His name is Jaeger, which is German for hunter. Um, and sometimes you guys might be able to hear him through the microphone rolling around in his, uh, his crate and making some racket. There's been a couple times where I've had to re-record a portion of an episode because he just made a, a racket. So that is one thing. There was something else I was going to talk about. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I, I'll talk about this since it's kind of impacting me right now. But I love playing volleyball. One of my favorite sports. In fact, I was playing this Sunday after preaching. And um, unfortunately, midway through our our game, I fell and twisted my ankle quite badly. Um, and so I'll be going to the doctor uh, actually pretty soon here to get that looked at. But yeah, I love volleyball. And let's see, what else? what else do I want to... Maybe you guys could just send me an email of some stuff you'd like to know about me. That would make this thing really easy. Oh, I know. I'll give some. I'll give a little personal background since I have a few more minutes. I guess I've been hitting the twenty-five minute mark. Um, I grew up. Uh, I've grown up in Michigan. I live in Michigan. Um, I grew up in a, a little teeny tiny hobby, hobby farm with some chickens and goats, and then we expanded from from there into a, a, a larger hobby farm with cows and um, all sorts of animals. So I've grown up on a farm. Um, you guys already know I love hunting. I, I've worked in construction for four or five years and have some experience there. Uh, currently, I'm not working, and I've been focusing on this podcast and some ministry things and um, – yeah, so doing odd jobs for people, but yeah, that's some quirky, I guess, stuff about me. And uh, I finished the the Deeper Christian Life by Andrew Murray. I would highly recommend you guys reading that book. Everything I just talked about in this podcast, that book perfectly describes and talks about. And um, would love for you guys to dig into that book if you get the chance to. Um, also, I'm going to put a plug in. If you haven't heard of Ellerslie Discipleship, they are out in Co- Windsor, Colorado. I just went through a two-month discipleship program with that, them out there, and they are tremendous. They are tremendous at teaching the Word of God in truth and putting you in a position of following and living for Jesus and being discipled in the truth of Christ. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I highly recommend you look up Ellerslie uh, Mission Society and check out their 
their discipleship programs. And if you haven't been through that, I would highly recommend you guys look at going through that. They have a summer uh, five-week classic program, and they have a fall five-week classic program coming up uh, this summer of 2022 and this fall of 2022. They do some week-long intensive programs. And uh, if you're looking to grow in your relationship with Christ and looking for a place that's passionately pursuing Jesus and standing firm upon the word of God. Ellerslie is the place to go. So I am throwing that out there for you guys as something I highly recommend and just recently have come out of, I went through their fall five-week program and I was actually out there for eight weeks. Um, Great people. Love Ellerslie. So yeah, that's my plug. Hope you guys have a great week and have enjoyed this um, episode. Oh, if you... I'm planning on possibly creating a bonus episode that has, I recorded the sermon that I did last Sunday. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to upload it here or not, but that could pop up this Friday if I decide to include it as something, a bonus thing for you guys to listen to if you'd like to. So take care, guys. God bless. Love you all. listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.